Hey everybody, it's Chamber here. This week we're dropping our Mint Condition interview with Zedrun. Zedrun is the digital horse racing that we've been talking about that I'm sure everybody's been seeing posted all over Twitter. Everybody seems to be getting involved. I know a few of you have mentioned your interest in maybe uh, getting a bit more information on it. So uh, we wanted to put this one out for you guys. Check it out interview with zed run there's going to be a lot of uh, information in the show notes website all that fun stuff so check it out hope you enjoy it and uh, we'll be back next week with a fresh episode don't get wrecked Hello and welcome to episode four of the Mint Condition. I am Joe, alongside our esteemed colleagues and co-hosts Chad and Dez. How you guys doing today? We're ready to have some fun here. We um, so let's start here with the last couple shows. We've been talking exclusively NBA Top Shot because this this show is meant to give you uh, all that's going on in the sports NFT and collectible world. And uh, in the last two weeks, I have um, become obsessed with uh, our the project that we're going to be talking about today. And so we wanted to uh, go a little off the beaten track and talk about a new project here that is catching fire. Um, and that is Zed Run. So today we have uh, Trav from Zed Run, who is the head of marketing, and Chris, who is the creative director and co-founder of Zed. Chris, how you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? Thanks for Good. having us. Thank you so much for joining us. Trav, how you doing, man? Even better, man. Thanks so much for having us. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, let's let's start here. So hey, wait, you're better than you haven't. I was gonna say. Gonna... Me? <laughs> it's always a competition at Zed. Oh, he better than. I just won that. Always a competition with him. That's funny. <laughs> so we have, um, you know, we've been talking about the NFT space and how that relates to sports, and I found you guys. Um, I had actually heard about it maybe a month ago, and I hadn't uh, dug quite in. And then a couple weeks ago, um, you had the the horse drop heard around the world, I think, and uh, that's when when everything kind of really exploded for you guys. So um, Zed is not technically it's not a new product; it's been around for quite some time, but now it's about uh, it's kind of hitting that tipping point in mainstream. So um, Chris, why don't you kind of walk us through? Um, what Zed is, how it started, and, and kind of when it started. All right, all right, I'll do my best. Um, so Zed's been around for almost two years, I'd say. And um, Chris and Rob, uh, my co-founders, they uh, they reached out to me yeah, just, just around two years ago when they had this idea. I'd worked with Chris and Rob in the past on uh, some game, uh, Kickstarter games concepts. So my background is film, visual effects, um, and I've known these guys for a good, what, seven years now. But they reached out to me a good two years ago, and they had this idea. And I remember sitting on the call, and, uh, and they were talking about, you know, we want these digital horses. People want to, we want to democratize horse ownership. Uh, uh, we want to be able to give everybody the opportunity to own racehorses. 
freedom, racism, have that feeling about what it's like when um, when you own a beautiful stud, right? And um, in Australia, it's a, it's a big thing, right? Horse racing is huge. You see it everywhere you go. So I'm based in Australia. So is Chris and Rob. Uh, Trav, that's why he's a bit different than the rest of us. He's in South Africa. <laughs> so don't mind, don't mind that. Um, sorry, Way Trav. to monitor. No, anyway. Um, yeah, I do idolize you. <laughs> hey, um, and so when when they came with this idea, it was like, okay, this is amazing. And and there was something in it, right? There's something in it. And, and, and in short, what Zed is, is it a digital horse racing ecosystem where you can buy, breed, own um, Zed racehorses, right? And it's it's set in a parallel universe to ours. So we've, we've I've created a, we're, we're in the midst of creating lore and story, but there's always been the story that it's, it's using quantum physics. Uh, it's in a parallel universe to ours uh, on a separate Earth, just like ours, but set in 2150. Mm. So it's future, it's cyberpunk, it's sci-fi. And and this future, this is where digital horse racing reigns supreme, right? So this uh, Zed horse racing has come up and it's given everybody an equal opportunity to own horses and to amass wealth within the system. And what we're trying to do with that lore is, of course, tie it to what we're doing today, which we're seeing is actually happening. We're enabling people to go in, or our users to go in, buy horses and sell them uh, after holding them for a bit, you know? So there's different kind of users. Breed more horses, sell, create a stable, and, and make money that way. And, of course, the master racing, which is the core of our product, uh, is horse racing. And um, and we're seeing people do this. You know, we've got stable owners out there with like 200, 200 plus horses, and they are licking their lips these days uh, because, <laughs> yeah. because of what you mentioned, you know, this massive drop that we had. Uh, we've had like three in a row, Trav, or two. Yep. This is our third now. Yeah, yeah, and we've got one. Yeah, and we've got one more coming, which uh, I'm going to let Trav decide whether he can announce or not. Oh, I think I think the cat's out of the bag as of a couple minutes ago on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, excellent. excellent. Well, see, I just woke up, so I'm happy. It was perfect. <laughs> honestly, perfect timing. So we'll get into that in a little bit. I, I do mm. really like uh, the way you described it as an ecosystem because I think, you know, it is more yeah. than just a game. I think what you're starting to see in, um, you know, in this short time that – I've been involved in the last couple of weeks is, and, and, you know, really diving into the discord is it is an ecosystem. There's, and I can see it already happening. There's breeders, there's going, there's racers, there's buyers and sellers. There's people that are going to be training horses for other people. It's, it's pretty wild. Yeah. There's the middleman as well. And there's going to, you know, who's helping people get the deals like the escrow, uh, which is, is really awesome too. I mean, we got to be careful of that as well. Make sure people, do their due diligence, yeah. you know, because when, when there's money in it, when there's, when there's wealth around it, there's going to be hustlers coming into, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just going to put that out to my Zed community as well. Just be, be, be diligent. I found one careful. the other day. I found one. Yeah, they, oh, they, dude, they, I call, and I called it. I dude, I called it right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I said and, to you. <laughs> yeah. And that's going to happen. That's going to happen with NBA. Yeah. But look, that's, that happened when we were trading basketball cards as kids. Oh sure, and it happens all you know the time. Anytime you do an off-market deal so, like that, and happens all exactly. And 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 at the end of the day, you know, you just got to watch out. But what what's that in? And and just to come back to what it is, it is an ecosystem. And the reason why it's so it's empowered by the blockchain. It's empowered by NFTs. You know, the whole concept of true ownership. 
and this is where where I'm really excited. I mean, I'm I'm really on the creative side about the story and and the technology that we want to put into it, and the look and the design and all that. Um, and and going into what I call the metaverse. This is we're creating this digital horse racing ecosystem, which is it's first of its kind in the metaverse, right? That's our that's our contribution for now. But where I want to take it and where we want to take it is enabling people through uh, advanced uh, technology, you know, virtual reality. So again, going back to the lore, you can step into the Z universe like that. You can travel to that metaverse. You can travel to that alternate universe, you know, planet Novus or whatever we're going to call it, um, <laughs> where, horse, where horse racing reigns, reigns supreme by putting on your VR headset, right? And we have an AR app now as well where you can bring the horses out and you can actually place them in your surroundings. So you can go and download that now if you have a horse and you can actually link it to your account and you can bring a horse into your walk it down the beach if you live by beach. My wife is going to be so mad that when my horse comes to dinner later, it is going to be. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, can you just make room for my horse over there? Yeah, what? excuse me. Honey. Go on a date and just take a selfie with you and the horse. Take me and the yeah, horse. That yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Exactly. So, just horsing um, around. Yeah, the metaverse, oh. the metaverse piece is very interesting. Des, uh, you, we, we were talking about, um, you know, we've saw, seen partnership with Atari and how that might look in the metaverse. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on on the potential of you know these types of games in the metaverse, Des? Yeah, so I always preach utility, and you know this is utility to the fullest, right? We we get really excited about NBA Top Shot from the collectible side here. But I think what the Zed Run team is doing is just taking that a few steps further as far as utility. You know, it's not just racing. It's not just collecting and then racing. It's breeding. It's this whole uh, metaverse. And I think that's really unique. And I, I truly think that's the future of where NFTs are going. Um, and as we've seen, even in, in the Top Shot space, as you add utility, it brings more people and it gets more people excited. There's actually a use to these things. So I've been a horse racing fan my entire life. I've been handicapping horses since I was seven. I have two of the best oh, tracks in the, in the U.S. right by uh, my doorstep. So uh, I'm so excited for this. That's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about um, what, you know, the – supply of these horses and what it kind of looks like in uh what's available in the game now and how all of that kind of works so trav could you walk us through you know uh, what the types of you know horses are and um that people can buy and and what that might mean to how they can utilize them in the game what advantages and disadvantages yeah. they have um because i think that's kind of where you need to start if you're going to look to mm. purchase one of these horses. You really need to understand um, what it is you're looking at, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think the first place to start is that we have a group of racehorses called Genesis Racehorses. So those are racehorses that we have created. They've never been bred. They are like the OG racehorses. So there's only ever going to be 38,000 of those racehorses. And I think we've already had about 8,000 of those go out of the door. Probably even more, Ibs. I'm not, more, more, I think, I'm not yeah. too sure. Yeah, probably yeah. quite a bit more. So so that's the first thing, is that with the Genesis, you have this inherent scarcity because there's a limited number that's not going to change. Then you can obviously start breeding and things like that. But amongst those resources, Genesis is limited to Z1 to Z10. So that's something that we call the genotype. So 
honestly, it's a really easy way to understand how rare that resource is. So Z1 being the most rare, Zen 10 being less rare. And then as you breed, your genotype grows. So if you breed a Z10 and a Z10, you're going to get a Z20 and so on and so forth. And that's what's really cool is that our users are going to start populating our ecosystem in the long run. So what's going to happen is, is that... Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's really cool about it is that like, yeah, we've got 38,000 Genesis resources going on, but because, you know, we're introducing like that real world mechanic of breeding, it's the longer it goes, almost the more scarcity is going to kind of be introduced to the Genesis in my, in my opinion, because I speak to a lot of users who are like, hey, I've got this Genesis, got really low mint number, and which is something that we've never even looked at. We just look at like genotypes. So when you start breaking genotypes down even further, then we have blood, uh, like bloodlines, essentially. So those bloodlines are really cool. And that kind of ties into the law that EBS is working on. Um, but it's also just a really cool way of how you then group the genotypes. So we have Nakamoto, which is Z1 and Z2. EBS, you, you need to help me out because I don't know if I ever pronounce this correctly. The Sabo? Zabo, yeah. Zabo, yep. Yeah. Zabo, okay. Thanks, Zabo. everyone, for telling me I'm wrong. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> which is the set, which is Z3 and 4. Uh, then you get the Finny, and then you get Buterin. And what's then really interesting is that, so you have the rarity built into this that kind of determines the value of the resources. So Z1 is more expensive, down to the Z10. Then you have attributes that get built into the resources. Because, again, we want the resources kind of like, we want to have true utility represented in a provably fair way. So each of these resources gets attributes and strengths and genetics baked into them when they are created, right? But what's really, really cool about the way that we do it is that, yes, a Z1 is going to have a higher chance at being a successful resource. But what you see is now, for example, like Z10 buterins are absolute monsters on the racetrack like mm -hmm. absolute monsters. Like I'm talking about going into a race with 11 other Z1 Nakamoto's and just blowing away the field. So one of the users described it really well. It's almost like as you go higher in the genotype, it is like almost like a bit more lottery ticket. So you are kind of like playing with a bit more risk. Like a Z1 Nakamoto always going to be pretty solid, like pretty big strengths, but never count out the higher genotypes, which I love as well. Like, I mean... I don't hold any Z1s, for example, because, you know, the drops have just been so fast. I haven't been able to get them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, note Chris, Rob, and everyone else that works at Z, I would like a Z1. Um, you, you can't afford it, Trev. Yeah, oh, at this point. I'm being honest. I can't, I can't even afford it. I can't afford a Z1. <laughs> I want it for free. <laughs> and this is recorded. Uh, you know what, man? Like, I can still run a race with my Z10 Buterin. I'm still winning races, man. Not many, granted, exactly. but it's not the horse's fault. So yeah, that's kind I mean, of there's some mod yeah. your, to your point. There is some monster yeah, Z10s man. out there. Uh, the one I, the one Z10s, Z10s. American, sorry, the uh, American swine. The, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> the one that I, I literally almost was able to buy it on the drop the other night. And I missed out. It's that the one that was Zombie Boy. He was a, uh, oh, he's my. a monster already. So, um, but yeah. So then. So when you have those, um, you know, the genotypes, the Z1 through Z10, and then you have the bloodlines, 
that's kind of what is going to make an impact going forward as you breed these down the line. Like, so when all the Genesis horses are um, purchased, right. And people now, you know, the only way to get a, uh, Genesis horses to buy one off either an existing user or you have to yeah. buy a bred horse, right? So when you get these horses in the breeding uh, aspect, um, how does the breeding or the bloodline affect potentially the breeding and, and how does the breeding piece work? Maybe Chris, you want to walk us through that a little? I would if I knew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is with the breeding, the, the, what we're seeing, which is really, really cool is well is the community is actually they're, they're going away and they're writing up all these articles and research papers basically on how they think the breeding works uh there's some amazing support from some guys like poseidon racing and a guy who runs Z Gazette, and they've put together all these, these yeah they're, they're amazing and they put all these graphs together on speculation right and we want people to speculate as well and to travis point with the racing as well we don't tell you this horse is good at a 1200 meter race you got to figure that out Right, mm -hmm. so you got to go in and you got to figure out what your Z10 is, is beasting at, for example, or what your Z4 exactly. is really good at, and that's part of that, uh, you know, uh, discovery experience, ownership experience. You don't know when the baby comes out what what it's going to do, so you got to you got to walk it through its steps and 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 take notes. And these guys, they make graphs and they, they they've got spreadsheets on racing. Oh like yeah, they, man, it's absolutely they they crazy, man, and I I, I love it big time. Um, so to answer your question, I mean, how, how does the, the, the breeding work? Like there's some theories out there that they think it skips a generation. You know, billions that just was sold for uh, yeah. $125,000 from, from its original owner, which is ridiculous. Like uh, awesome, but, but crazy. You know, I still can't believe it. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> like that's a Rolls Royce, man. Yeah. Time, like, that's a real horse. That's, that's, a, that's that a couple is, of real that horses. A real, that's a couple of real horses right there, right? Um, but there was some theories going around about how people had bred him in the past and how it skipped a couple of generations, and there was this beast horse and, and master bred horse, and and you know it, it performed on the track well. But but to take you through it in, in detail, that I, I wouldn't be. Uh, I'm not equipped to do that. Sorry. No, <laughs> I'm that's just okay. Pass that and one back to track. Yeah, the breeding is crazy <laughs> deep, man. Like because the breeding, yeah. like it gets as deep as like you know we have, and I might even be wrong here, but it's like you have Genesis, then you have legendary, exclusive, elite, yeah, cross um, and pacer, and yes. Exactly. And those bloodlines actually kind of like kind of perform as if you know it's like if you have two like sorry Ebs yeah yeah they're breed types sorry breed types so they're, they're yeah, the six exactly. breeds so yeah yeah it's super deep into it so it yeah. and I think that the whole thing there was is that when the guys kind of created the breeding models because I I wasn't around yet when the breeding models were created but it was like they kind of wanted to make it deep enough so that there were these kind of like questions around it where it's like how does this kind of work like where's the bloodline going to end up because i think the fun thing about real world like like equestrian and horse racing when you do breed it is almost like you're kind of gambling like i don't know a ton about it but it's like it's not as simple as going okay cool this is going to happen and this is going to happen like you're breeding you're learning and it's just like the racing yeah. like i'm sure des would be able to answer it better than 
Yeah, I mean, no, it's that's what's something I love about Zed is, um, you know, the parallels between real horse racing and the digital horse racing. There's a ton Um, and that whole randomization of breeding, but, you know, giving yourself a better chance by pairing a good sire and mare, um, you know, that's in real life. But there's always the chance that it's a flop. And that's how it works. So yeah, you have uh, uh, you know you have Ken Griffey Jr., Ken Griffey Sr., and then you got like things that come out that look like me, and you're just like, how the hell does that even happen? <laughs> you're like, uh, uh, so you know, that, they, I, they I can, hey, they can't host the podcast, dude. That's great. That's good. <laughs> uh, hey, you know, that might be true. That might be true. <laughs> um, but yeah, Des, you, I know you had some questions uh, in here for us in the show doc. Do you want to sure. um, get into yeah. any of that stuff? There's a there's a good question related to kind of what we're talking about, the parallels between, you know, uh, physical horse racing and digital. The one biggest gap that I see, and I'm just curious if either of you kind of know the, the genesis of this, but the horses don't tire out. I think that's the mm-hmm, biggest yeah. difference between real horse racing and digital horse racing or physical and digital is that, yeah. you know, over time, you can't run a seven-year-old. You can't run an eight-year-old. No. Is that something you guys have thought about? Something you're willing to change? What's what's kind of the thought there? It's it's definitely something we've uh, we've talked about, and it's uh, but 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 also remember we are digital racehorses, so there is there's there's a balance to be struck where it's like, well, if these these guys are digital and they're you know they're you know they're they're spawned from digital atoms and and, and they're the future like cyberpunky horses. They're not going to be as tired as real world horses, but we need to draw a familiarity across for sure because yeah. that's key to any any kind of experience. So it's definitely in discussions, and it has been from discussions from the get go, yeah. and it's uh, it's something we are looking at to to bring up bring on board. And how it looks, I can't tell you just yet, but but it's <laughs> yeah. it's it's something we've been hearing a lot from the community. It's something that as a gamer myself, you know, I know we need. Um, and the guys are also well aware of that too. It's just a matter of time. Like um, it's just we are, getting it we are, right. we were. It's getting it yeah, exactly. Getting it that balance, like a hundred percent right. You're absolutely yeah. correct, Trev. So um, there's a lot on the cards on our roadmap where we 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 we'd love to take this, and and that is one of them. So yeah, great. Happy you brought it up. No, yeah, and then um, you know, let's talk about the big news because Cat is out of bag. It was just on Twitter right before I, I messaged <laughs> Joe and Chad. You know, oh my God, they're doing a mega drop. It's uh, it's two thousand Genesis horses on this uh, this Friday, uh, April second. What I found very yeah. interesting is the mix between the bloodlines. You got even mix across Nagamoto, Zuebo, uh, Finney, and, and Buterin. That's going to be interesting to play out since you have 10,000 new users. Um, we'll see if they go deep into their pockets to kind of pay up because I'm assuming these Z10s are going to fly off the shelves and everyone's mm-hmm. going to kind of be wondering, all right, do I pay up for a Finney? Do I pay up for a Zuebo? So it's going to be interesting. So that yeah, yeah. the the dispersion of this is uh, like so uh, – Chad, I think you have the graphic that I sent you about uh, what's already been released. Was that that first then, one? Yeah, the one that looks like the I'll Excel bring it up file here. Yeah, so if we want to bring this up. So this is uh, what was floating around the Discord as what has already been released, right? So what we have is, and this could be, you know, close but no cigar, but we have essentially 
you know, around those 500 uh, Z1, Z2, Z3, and Z4 left to be uh, distributed. And all of those should be coming out on this drop then. Is that correct? No. So it's, it's a, still <laughs> a good portion. So it's going to be 500 Nakamoto. So the Nakamoto's are a mix of the Z1 and the Z2. Okay. So it'll be between the Z, Z1 and 2. Got it. Okay. Yeah, perfect. yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting. But yeah, it's still pretty intense. Yeah. That's still going to be a pretty good portion of what's the left for the supply of those, uh, which is really interesting. And Chad, do you want to bring up that release schedule? We could talk about that real quick as well. So, uh, Trav, I, this sounds like it was your brainchild. Want to talk about uh, <laughs> oh, what, no. what, what we're looking at it here on the screen? <laughs> own it, own it, Trav, own it. This is way too complicated for me to think of, but. <laughs> if we can cut me, if we can cut that part, yes, this was my idea. Um, so the big thing that the big discussion that came from the last drop. So the big problem we had on the last drop is that we just sold out too quickly, and that kind of like resulted in obviously people getting pretty upset. And we kind of had a long, hard look at what the community was saying, and we kind of stepped away and we said, okay, we don't want to be a project where we get feedback and then we kind of like, whatever, we're going to keep doing it. Like we want to take feedback and we want to adjust and we want to keep the community as happy as possible. So two things that really popped out is that there wasn't enough resources. So as much as we want to keep supply under control, we also want people to be able to race and breed. So if we have to make a bit of a sacrifice there, then we're willing to do it. And number two, because we have such a widespread audience, like in, like we were talking about this before the podcast, like, in crypto, it's so the demographics are so widespread. So we literally have an audience in each time zone across the world, right? Mm -hmm. So the way that we kind of broke it up is to say, okay, we're going to separate the bloodlines. So we can have a bit less demand on each wave, which I, I think we might be wrong because that doesn't seem to, it doesn't, it seems like there's going to be even more demand, but we tried. Um, but at least we're going to be filling in different blocks in different ways. So users are going to be able to actually come online at maybe a more convenient time for themselves as opposed to, because, you know, we had a lot of people waiting up until like one or two in the morning. And that's that like really me. the experience we want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that's awesome. So we have, uh, so all, most of our uh, audience here, it would be based in, uh, you know, the U.S. So we're looking at, you know, 2 p.m. time zones on the Amazing. West Coast, 5 p.m. on the East Coast. Um, but yeah, there's some really awesome options to be able to to get online and, and make your purchases where you're not up till 3 a.m. My wife was so upset at me for being up. We have a newborn and <laughs> I was up till 3 a.m. buying horses. That's what we wanted. Yeah. Well, the, if the uh, horses aren't keeping you awake, the newborn is. Well, yeah, well, the uh, that's that's what I told her. And then, uh, needless to say, the Holiday Inn has really nice COVID protocols these yeah, days. So. Zedron causing marital problems <laughs> since two years ago. <laughs> well, and then, yeah. well, it was really weird when I brought the AR horse into bed after. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, just, just, just wait for the VR one, man. It's much better. That's never been well received at my house. No, hey, um, but on, on Trav's point there with the drop, why we split it up as well is, is, is it, it rained to the whole point of decentralizing as well and giving everybody a fair go yeah, exactly. so we changed the time zone so it's a, it's, a, it's a good time you don't have to get up at three we want it to be accessible for everybody because the whole point of again back to my lower the lower to our lower story is we want to make it accessible for everybody so give everybody an even yeah. even go a fair go is what you say in australia you know fair chance 
So by breaking it up and saying, hey, Z1s and Z2s are going off here, or Z1s or Z2s, sorry, I'll have that American <laughs> twang too. Um, <laughs> my kids give me shit for it all the time. Um, then, then, then people who are users who want to target that specifically can go online at that time, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we can also talk about, like, our drop went, it went well last time, but it didn't go as smooth as we wanted it to be. You know, there were yeah, technical exactly. hiccups. There was stress on the network that we didn't foresee. So splitting it up as well is going to help us cater to that. But we've also, again, Jeff and the dev team have done an amazing job. Yeah. I mean, these last two weeks have just been, you know, 24 hours on just boosting up our, our infrastructure. So we're, we're, we're ready and excited. That's awesome. I can't wait. So that is that is this Friday, April 2nd then, correct? Is that what we saw? Oh, that's correct. I, I gotta, I gotta make sure uh, I get my Ethereum wallet loaded up because <laughs> I'm not, last drop. So I was sitting there on the last drop, and it was my first real day as a, a Zetter, and uh, yeah. I had my Ethereum all loaded up. I intended on buying like ten horses, and I ended up with one. And I'm like, dang. <laughs> so I gotta, we're gonna, uh, I'm gonna make sure I'm good and ready this time. Uh, Chad, you, you yeah. gonna be lined up for some horses or what? I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I mean, look at that neighborhood background. How, how can you yeah. ask that? <laughs> what questions? What questions do you got for the team? So here we have I've been writing down some things that have come up during the conversation. Um, the first one that really stuck out to me uh, when Chris was speaking, talking about the alternate universe, talking about you know this is this is completely different from where we're living currently. Uh, in this universe, does the movie? Uh, Shazam, starring Sinbad, <laughs> exist. No, uh, no, yeah, but Shaq Fu, Shaq Fu does. Damn it! All right, we'll find, I'll, I'll end up finding this correct universe. Next, moment. next best thing, right? <laughs> next best thing. Uh, the second question I had, um, being an Australian project, uh, was there any was there any uh, pushback from the community about not adding Craig Wright's name to the list of <laughs> horses you could purchase? Good question. You know, you got the Nakamoto, you got the Buterin, you know, why not Craig Wright? I think a, a nice Craig Wright, you know, maybe a Z50. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was exactly, I think his name was thrown around quite a bit. I've, 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 I've figured. I feel it was thrown into, you know, you know yeah. into the trash. There. The There's like, the, yeah. if, if you guys have like, maybe like, maybe some, some sort of horse that comes out, maybe not maybe the runt of the litter or like <laughs> three legs or something. Maybe that, that could be a, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. that could be a right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, 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 we joke about the glue factory where you take your Z horses out the back and you shoot them in a VR experience. But, <laughs> but again, That's we joke about that. Yeah. And, uh, and, You're not, and, no, and, no digital glue horses get, gets harmed. Hey, in the process. No horses harmed, right? Like, that's, 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 that's one of the beauties as well. You I should mean, throw that a, on the ticker, Chad. On the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Look, yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. So, uh, Chad, we want to watch a race. I do want to watch race. Yep. All right. Yeah. I want to hear Chris. There. I want to hear Chris talk about uh, talk about the design here because it's pretty awesome. So yeah, I want to okay. give a shout out to Ed on that. The design is beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah, really well, cool. I want to. I'm going to pass that shout out onto my uh, creative team as well, uh, Pav and Jerry and and all the guys that help help it happen. So thanks. it's really cool. And what what is you know when you 
think about like all the all the awesome things that are attractive about this game uh you know the buying and ownership of the horses the breeding aspect um at the heart of it the the fun is really really racing these horses right and when you get into these races and you see uh, what the actual races look like, how cool the horses look, all of that kind of stuff. It's pretty. I, I was kind of hooked on that. So, Chad, if you go I'm to the to like, that. if you go to the next uh, under the racing tab next run. Oh, that's okay. So we got a one going off in five minutes. So we can keep chatting. Click on that, Chad. All right. And then you'll be able to see in 3D, and it'll take you to another tab. And when it goes off, we'll, we'll head things. back there. Yeah. See, this is what I find really cool about how it's working now. It's like we, you've got a Z10 Buterin and a, a Z4 Nakamoto. Look at that win rate on that Z10 Buterin, man. One zero two. That's not bad. My word. Yeah, I, uh, I've never won race. a race. I've never won a race on Z. You've run. never, Chad. You, I mean, sorry, Trav. You've never run a race. Won a race? No, bro. I think it's biased towards South Africans. <laughs> <laughs> it's either... Aussies, man. What? What? Uh, what kind he of might horse? Be, are you he might be right there. <laughs> Dude, I'm part of the algorithms, man. Yeah, That's I'll funny. I'll neither I'll neither confirm or deny that one. You've pre- you you've pre-programmed Chad's horses to or Trav's horses to lose. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've been asking everyone to help me, and no one no one's been able to <laughs> fix it. So sad. So what? So while we wait here to to see this. Um, Let's talk about the racing mechanics and how the winning, uh, how how the races are kind of decided. Um, Trav, you mentioned provably fair before, and I think that's a really po- a good point to um, to touch on. Is you know how are these races determined? Because you know there's yeah. odds. You like each each race has odds. So depending on your horses. Uh, underlying skill what their bloodline is and then compared to who else is in the race um you get odds for each race and then that race goes off so talk about kind of how that is all determined so to to not go too deep so if i if i'm not incorrect it's like the way that it was kind of decided really really early on is like the guys actually consulted with uh, like a racing expert basically on kind of like from yeah, from like a statistical point of view. So like how were these things generally like determined, how were odds created, etc. And then the basics of it is that you run these, we run like, you know, a few hundred scenarios based on the attributes and the odds and what kind of determines the strengths of the racehorses. And then we almost just randomize a pick of those few hundred scenarios. And so that's why it's, you know, you have this really provably fair system where you always have a chance because you, you're always going to have your odds thrown into the pot. And that's kind of like a high level look into it. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So essentially, yeah, if I'm, I'm going to answer that, it's, 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 it's yeah. not, it's, oh, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry, I got a little delay. No, it's, it's, a, it's a couple of thousand uh, simulated races that we run yeah, before. Sorry, yeah. And then random, and then randomly pick one. And it's got all, it. you know, the cook. So, so it's and it, it's picked right before the race starts, so nobody knows what the outcome is going to be until that race is finished. So it's yeah, in that sense, it's it's provably fair, and and it's the, the codes all out there. I think in some ways, <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, but yeah, I think you can people always can see it. Right, everything lives blockchain. on chain. So that's exactly. what's really awesome about exactly. blockchain as well is that it's always there. Yeah, that's so transparency cool. transparency is key. But um, we did we did consult in a, in a, in a big big time mathematician and mm-hmm. a track expert and racing expert, 
uh, out of Hong Kong. Uh, I can't say any more than that, but um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's pretty big over there. And um, yeah, the guys have done, done an amazing job. I mean, it's been through a couple of, uh, couple of you know, cycles and we're really happy where it's at at the moment. That's cool. So essentially then what we're seeing on the screen when we're watching a race is essentially one of the iterations picked at random that ends up winning. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. One okay. of the r random picked out of the thousand, of su thousand simulations. And, awesome. and, and what, it, what it does is it takes all those attributes into account. And, you know, like, again, Z10 has a probability that is less than a Z1. However, okay. there's still a chance. And that's what we're seeing. <laughs> right. You know, it's that little, and we, we, we love that, um, you know, the underdog yeah. story in racing and in sports. And, and, and that yeah, enables mathematically that. Mathematically, there is a chance. Yes, absolutely. So now there is, so, um, and then when we're talking about the racing algorithm, um, currently, from what I've heard, is that the only thing that potentially matters at the moment when it, when, uh, you know, for your horse is the distance. Is that correct? And if not, or if so, are there plans to add other um, kind of variables into the racing yes. racing algorithm in the future, weather, uh, things like that? Yes. Yeah, you're right. Fatigue, like it's bringing fatigue back in. Fatigue, weather conditions, track conditions, altitude, all that stuff is, is, is on the cards for sure. I mean, we, we need to gamify it even more. Like our, our key is to make it a, a game of skill and, and for you to bring all these different kind of attributes in. Is it frozen? So I feel like this frozen. is a... Uh, uh, did I just, good. did you just lose me? You, you oh. can No, you're okay, good. Okay. We, we actually got the race running right now, which is probably I can why. see that. I can see We're that. trying to anyway. do it at the same time. Yeah. Uh, I actually did, I'll talk about this in a second, but I threw in a little zest bet on horse number four here. Hey, so let's see, horse let's see number four. Wonderful banker. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, no, that I've got Ly Lyrids. I've got Lyrids, so he's in 10th okay, right okay. now. Oh. Uh, and uh, no, he's he, he was nine to one odds before the race, uh, not the favorite. He's kind of right in the middle of the pack. The worst horse in the race had 40 to one odds that is pull the plug, uh, 42 yeah. to one odds. Um, and so you can see kind of how this, uh, if you're watching the video version of this. Now we got some horses that pull away. You, what you're going to see now, each of these races have, or there's different racing options with different distances. Goes from a thousand meters all the way up to uh, 2600, if I if I remember correctly. So you can essentially race your horses at all these distances and find out potentially what uh, your um, preferred distance for that yeah. specific horse and breed. Jump for Satan's all. Bay. Satan's oh, yeah. Bay is like, coming for it. Talk about that name. <laughs> Let's talk about that name. Let's not. Oh, <laughs> here he comes up the line. He comes up the side. Look at this. All right. So I lost my Z. Uh, my guy came in eighth. That's pretty brutal. Um, so uh, you can actually go to, it's called picks or it's called playwithzest.com. Uh, picks.playwithzest.com. And you yeah. can actually uh, bet the your play money Zest tokens. Now, there's rumors that they might be used for something in game at some point. Is that any, is there any truth to that? Uh, we can either confirm that or not deny it. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, uh, no, politician, look, man. Yeah, look, exactly. I've watched enough Americans. <laughs> um, look, 
<laughs> no, look, Zest, so Zest is our prediction platform. We like to use the word prediction, not that. Sure. Um, uh, <laughs> and and, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, there is there's some big plans in the future. I mean, uh, there is there's been a, a white paper out there about Des. Uh, your name actually Z yeah. spelled backwards. Des, that awesome. was super confusing at first, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, so I don't know if you guys have looked looked into that or heard rumors about or read about what Des is. Yeah, can we talk about that really um, quickly as well? Uh, yeah, I've uh, who who's Trav, best? I'm gonna let you have a little have a little. <laughs> Ebbs, you you teared up, bro, and then you handed over. To I teared up. I handed over. It's now you. It's now Unreal, you. man. Duncan, yeah, so Des, throwing it up Des is Des is coming. So I don't know if you guys ever looked at the first vision paper, but we released a vision doc a while ago to the community, and we used it as a really good kind of um, like feedback gathering tool, if that makes sense. So we kind of knew that that wasn't going to be the final product, but the kind of focus was getting it out there and and seeing what players and community members kind of thought. I like the banner at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so good. And uh, because, you know, like Des, the focus of Des, the token, not Des, yeah, um, is obviously Maybe like both. our community. And the Maybe both. I mean, Des, you need to make, you know. Des's face is going to be the token. That's right. <laughs> that we can confirm. I love it. So this is going to be very user and player focused, and it's going to be very ecosystem focused. So we really want to build Des into, you know, we talk about ecosystem a lot. Like we spend a long time trying to build the ecosystem from a foundational point of view to really try and make it like a really wholesome ecosystem that people can live in and they can like play in and they really enjoy it. And Des is going to just build upon that. So without like confirming or denying, there's definitely going to be mechanics that play really directly into the game and directly into the people that play the game and love the game. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and, and, and just from ahead. a gamer's point of view, if I can jump in, it's like when you play Fortnite or if you play Call of Duty or any of these games and you earn these virtual currencies, right? Mm -hmm. And they, you don't own them. And when you buy a skin, you don't own the skin. Yeah. So again, what, what NFTs and what tokenization and these tokens can help us do is time put in is going to to earn you actually stuff or coins yeah. or you know skins that you own and you can monetize that you can actually create so play more earn more in a, mm -hmm. in, in a sense you know what i mean and, and and we see this as a huge shift and i know big gaming studios are looking at it i've seen activision popping in on some of our uh, on our talks and stuff like that and then and, and, yeah. and, and other game studios they must they have to be looking at how do we give true ownership via nfts via crypto via blockchain to to our users because it's coming and it's just a matter of time uh, that the big big fish they adopt this that's, in my uh, in my opinion yeah so. that's fascinating because that's i think what is I just think about all the games that I've played growing up, whether it's Madden mm. or anything where I spent all this time and potentially yeah. even money building these teams that, oh, and the game resets every year and you're left with nothing. Right. And, exactly. it, and, it, and you do it again. Yes. And I do it every, <laughs> yeah. I was doing it for years and years and years. And then so I think that's why I get so yeah. um, excited and, and obsessed with games like this, where it's like, 
there is a whole ecosystem around it with ownership, with a, a monetary, uh, like a real money marketplace around yeah. it. And so, you know, there is end game to the game you're playing, right? Like uh, there yeah, is, exactly. um, you know, value to it, which I think is, uh, so, you know, maybe my mom won't kick me out of the basement for eating Cheetos and raising horses all day because I'm earning some money. You know? Exactly. Bro. <laughs> but Because like uh, you're making, yeah. Exactly. Let me tell my mom that quickly. Hold on. (laughs) 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 But uh, yeah, no, I think that's really fascinating. Um, And especially just the real ownership piece. So what this says to me, all this conversation is um, where the platform is right now is still very, very early. We have, it sounds like we haven't seen really anything yet and uh, which it's is crazy, even more exciting to me um what do you what do you think about that chris you you think we're in the first inning you we in the uh yeah, we haven't no. even started the game yet oh, or what man. yeah we we, we, we we're, yeah we're warming up we're in <laughs> we're warming like it's yeah. tip of the iceberg and it is and it's tip of the iceberg in the nft space period i mean there's been some amazing there are some amazing projects out there i mean what nba top shots did it blows my mind i'm a big basketball fan i, I collected basketball cards it's the natural progression when technologies come into play right and for us it's the same like we you know the roadmap i have on the creative side you know my hands have been tied and i'm just <laughs> can't wait to unleash that what we have in yeah. store, which I kind of alluded to in terms of the metaverse and in terms of the gamification attributes that we want to add to it, you know, uh, just to bring you back to what you saw on the 3D race there, I just want to highlight that that's all created in WebGL. It's created with 3JS, which is, is also extremely like we've pushed the limits in that area too. Like in the, at Virtually Be Human, one of the things that, you know, we want to do is push the limits and boundaries in technology, right? That's something we've always been. So we're doing it with the blockchain. We're doing it with NFTs. We've got plans for bigger, bigger plans in that space. Same with the create the, the visuals that we're doing. So why we did that is we don't want people to download an app, download a game, or have to do anything. You can jump on your phone. You can jump on your smart device or your laptop, and you can access the game. You can access the visuals. And, you know, you can click it. And interact you can control the camera you can click on the horses and their stats come up while it's racing like all that stuff is it's all interactive which is pretty pretty damn cool. that's how i track my horse on the track i click on it so it yeah it highlights yeah. it for me <laughs> and so and so things things like you want to be able to look at your opponents too and click on them and what we want to add there is is you know black booking which i'm sure des is familiar with in, in horse racing where you can actually black book a horse so you you keep a track on him you star him so now you can follow this opponent. Maybe it's a horse you want to buy in the future or breed in the future. Within mm, the interesting. Future. So we want to enable and that utility so the user has the most power. And we've got all sorts of things coming, man, like stable management tools with advanced stats and data. Yeah. So when you go in, you're going to have this beautiful UI where it just tells you what your horse is good at and not good at and, and visualized you know, data, which is, you know, I love that stuff. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, awesome. And you know the next iteration as well is 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 fidelity, man. Like so, we're doing this in WebGL, but you know, uh, a dream of mine. I'm just going to share that is 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 to bring that AAA graphics. You know, bring that you know, yeah. bring that true fidelity. It's something that we chase uh, as 3D artists. It's something that the big companies always are chasing. You know, Meta Humans from Unreal or or Unity are doing it with real time rendering and all that stuff. We we want to put our 
product in a space like that so those horses can be living and breathing you know what i mean and and and, and machine yeah. learning is something that i'm mm. also pushing the envelope on and if you guys know what you know what machine learning is yeah. in short what what can happen is we can create these horses we can give them life you know you don't visit your horse for two weeks that horse could react differently to you because of the, the machine running. So I'm hiring and, a stable boy. Yeah, we're yeah, all getting well, stable boys. Then you got to visit, and then you got to you got to either jump in VR, VR, and, and visit this thing, or AR, bring it to your dinner table and have dinner with it, <laughs> or, or bring it or or bring it to bed, um, and and then and then that will trigger the machine learning learning algorithms which then will then decide how this horse is going to react like maybe it'll fade in color maybe it will maybe it'll just react happily to see you you know stuff that can emotionally connect our users and engagingly like this is the metaverse right this is falling in love with a digital avatar right that's yeah. that that that's there's something there that uh, that i i really really love and I'm, I'm fascinated and scared by it at the same time I yeah. I was I was made for this game. I had a lot of Tamagotchis growing up. I and none of them died. None of them. So <laughs> I killed every Tamagotchi I ever had. Uh, yeah. uh, if if you're out there, the mint condition is looking for a stable oh, yeah. boy. Uh, we hope to to run our digital our podcast stable. Um, we don't have my CV. That stuff is so fascinating, and I I think. Um, that just kind of makes the point that we're just still so early in the project, which makes me excited that I found it early enough. Like, I think that we're all excited to be a part of it now um, because it's, it's a real opportunity to, um, you know, be in on something really cool on uh, the ground floor, which you don't get a lot of chances at in life. So yeah, um, yeah. very cool. Chad, you got any uh, other questions I, I, here? Yeah. I, I had one actually for, for you guys, Joe, I know you have, how many horses do you have, actually? Uh, I now have six horses. I think. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. I went from I went from zero horses to six horses. Really. And and Des, how many do you have? Do you have any yet? I am still waiting. So I'm a big research guy. I was waiting to see what happens with this drop. I'll be honest. I might be going to secondary market right after this podcast because I don't know if 500 <laughs> per bloodline is enough for me. So I might be hitting <laughs> the secondary market real quick. So speaking speaking of the secondary market, if you do not get a uh, a horse on this coming drop on April second, um, you can head over to matic.opensea.io and you can actually purchase um, one of these horses that somebody else has for sale. So these are either, and you'll find. Um, you know, you'll find a kind of a mixture of stuff on here. So some of them will be Genesis horses. Some of them might be horses that have been bred. Uh, each of them kind of own their own unique value if you know what you're looking for. So I would say if you're going to buy on the open on the secondary market, make sure you do a little, uh, a little more heavy research than if you just jump into a drop because you don't want to, uh, you just want to know what you're getting yourself into. But um the people in the Discord, uh, I, I got to tell you, one of the best parts is the community. It, it's been amazing. Everybody is so willing to kind of help you learn and point you in the right direction and be a resource. Uh, personally, I have to give a shout out to Adam at Zed Gazette. He's been uh, somebody yeah. that's answered a ton of my questions. And uh, so I really appreciate his help. But so many people in the community. So check out the Discord. I think that's kind of where... Um, a lot of the magic happens uh, in the community. So, um, but 
that's how you can buy a horse on the open market if you miss out on the drop. <laughs> but I hope you don't. I hope yeah, the drop is big enough. <laughs> can I give a special shout out to the community as well? I mean, it's the again, it's one of the things that we as as founders have always been uh, aware of. Like they make our product. And, and they have been just legends from the beginning. And as you said, you, you, you mentioned Adam from Zed Gazette, but there are so many guys out there uh, and girls out there supporting us and, and just knowledge share, happy to talk about the product, really excited about what we do. We try to be as transparent with them as, as, as possible. And we're in there in Discord, you know, I've, I haven't, I've been in there, maybe not this week, so I need to get back in there. You know, I sometimes do like a weekly drop of an image I'm working on and, and want to share stuff with the guys and, and everybody else. Trav's in there, Rob, our co-founder, Chris. Like, we're, 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 all the founders are trying to be in there when we're not elsewhere because these, <laughs> these people are what makes our product, man. Like, they, they, they're amazing. So it's the best community in the world. I actually yeah, did. I bought a I bought a unraced Z4 uh, Z4. Sorry, from Doofy as well. So shout out to Doofy. Oh, yeah, Doofy. Doofy exactly. <laughs> then, uh, but yeah, uh, Des, you got any questions here before we wrap up? You know, we could spend hours talking about this. I think to to sum it up, you know, the the work that the Z team has already put in is phenomenal. I'm so excited. I was excited about Top Shot. I think this has more utility. This has more, you know, long-term, um, you know, growth potential. And no, I mean, I'm excited. So no, I just want to say thank you to both, you know, Evs and, and Trav for being on here today, letting us in That's a awesome. little bit into the, you know, headquarters, if you will. And uh, we're just so excited for this next drop, what's to come, all the things you guys are working on. So I'm excited. Chad, yeah. what uh, what are you 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 buying some horses on the next drop? What else, what do you got up. for parting words? I'm loaded up. Um, I just got to figure out: do I need a like a Z two or a Z one Nakamoto? Uh, do I maybe maybe like a top five kind of thing? I'm we'll, not we'll, sure. We'll talk about that. I'm I'll, very I'll excited. <laughs> I have I have uh, hey, positioned what, myself what, to make some big each. buys. One of each, he says. <laughs> one of each, you should be in that idea. Bro. One of each would cost you a pretty penny at this point. <laughs> hey, but, but and, you know, one of the best things I saw on Twitter the other day was people talking about it, and and some people were worried that they were they were coming late to the table. And the best quote I saw, and I shared it with Trav and the marketing guys all week was, "If you get in, if you get in this drop or the next drop, you're going to be in before the next five five thousand people next month." You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, again, it's the tip of the iceberg stuff. There's plenty of Genesis horses left, and this ecosystem is going to be evolving. And it's going to be, you know, my dream is it's going to be this kind of standalone ecosystem where we can just sit back and watch everybody just take their roles within it. Boom, boom, boom. This metaverse of people, you know, horse trainers, you know, racetrack owners, you know, all the Chad the stable boy. Like it's, it's, Chad it's, it's the stable gonna boy. Be <laughs> yeah, the stable boy. Hey. That, yeah, yeah no, I, I, I think that's awesome. And, um, I, like I said, I think this is the right time to get involved. If you're not already involved, uh, I don't think it's too late. Some people have felt, uh, you know, like they were maybe too late to things like Top Shot. And, you know, I still think you're early enough there, too. But, like, yeah. here feels like pre – it feels like you're, you know, in Top Shot in October. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I think you, uh, you definitely have a really good opportunity if you get involved now. And there's so many – awesome people and resources to get yourself up to speed. So um, yeah. that's pretty cool. So uh, Trav, before we get going, where can people 
um, you know, find you guys? What's the best way to get in contact and, and where can, you know, where can we direct people to go? I think follow us on Twitter, guys. We update there all the time. But I think the best place, if you want to be in contact with the team and the amazing community, which I think is even more valuable, is on Discord. Definitely join the Discord channels. Yeah, get talking. They'll, I mean, our community members will guide you to how to get started, how to win your races, and all of that good stuff. Although the horses are drying up. Nobody wants to sell any horses anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think they all see what the potential is. And they don't oh, want to sell speaking of, one, uh, one thing that we didn't, uh, maybe we touched on, maybe I wasn't paying attention, that does happen at times. Um, <laughs> what do I need to have for the drops? Oh, is, it, is, it, is it Ethereum? Is it wrapped Ethereum? Do I need another currency that I don't know about yet? What do I need? You, you just need ETH. So this, this drop is just going to be standard ETH. Uh, we're not going to do fiat, uh, credit card or debit card. It's not wrapped ETH. Just because the, you know, ETH is just proving to be the easiest way for us to kind of ensure the good customer experience on the drops. Like the last drop where we had fiat credit card and debit card, for example, it caused a lot of headaches with users like thinking they I couldn't could, imagine. that they had purchased and man, it was just, so we just don't want that to happen mm. again. No, that's fair. Uh, I get I one, that triggered one more question for me. So uh, it, the Ethereum piece, obviously, at the moment, you know, obviously, a gas fees, gas fees are high. In the future, uh, is that is that your direction to kind of move everything to Matic? I know that's kind of been the case uh, so far. Is that is that kind of how the direction is going to keep going? Ebs. No, no, that's that's a marketing. Question. No, definitely. Not. <laughs> no, look, we do, yes, yes. Look, we, we do want to uh, have a gasless experience, so we are looking for these layer two solutions, uh, just like Polygonmatic, um, which uh, you know we've got uh, we got gasless racing at the moment, and um, what it looks in very soon. Uh, I know the community's been asking for breeding. Uh, we're working hard on breeding. We actually do have breeding pretty much ready. We just need to test it. And, and and hopefully we'll be getting some gasless breeding out there very in the very very soon short term. That's huge. So, is that can you confirm or yeah. deny that, Trent? I can confirm very soon. Gasless breeding is very soon. Okay. Very soon. Excellent. That's good. So like when, we, no, when we're talking be, about the level good. of when we're talking about the level of soon, you know, and the drop being like very very soon. How how close to soon after that? <laughs> Man, you guys hurt me. <laughs> well, I would say the best way to answer that is like the next thing that we announce after the drop is, is probably going to be gases breeding. That's great. Yeah, Perfect. That's exciting. That's going to be just in time. Awesome. Great. Well, gents, I really appreciate you guys coming on. And, uh, you know, this has this is more exciting for me than probably anybody else. Like I, I, you get to talk to the people who are making the thing that you're currently obsessed with. And um, so that's really a cool experience. So we do appreciate you guys coming on. We hope that, uh, you know, we can share this with everybody else out there and, and get some more people involved in, in what is proving to be a really cool experience. Um, uh, so thank you guys for coming on. Chad, any parting words? No, thank you for coming on. Um, you really made Joe's day. He has been nonstop <laughs> talking about Zed Run for like, I, I don't know, like at least a good three weeks, would you say, yeah. Joe? 
Yeah, I've I tried to get him to send me some Ethereum to buy him a horse. He didn't even know what he was buying. He was he would have bought, he was gonna send me like ten ETH to buy him a Z one. And... <laughs> so, I'm ready to go. But yeah, appreciate it, you guys. So uh, everybody, check them out on Twitter. Get in the Discord. Get involved. The drop is April second. Uh, time zone specific. So um, you know we'll post that on our Twitter as well. And uh, until next time, stay mint. <laughs>